Hey everyone, Mario Zelenas here. As many of you know, Wisdom Zeko is a free program that we offer through Origin Gate, and it goes to many nations in the world. In fact, almost 70% of the world is listening to us, hundreds of thousands of people. And once a year, we come to you asking that you consider giving a one-time trade in December that will go towards supporting this work and blessing those who are a part of it, who offer so selflessly their teachings and their lives to us through Wisdom's Echo. This year, that trade will be received on December 11th, U.S. time, December 12th, New Zealand, Australia, and that part of the world's time. And we are going to be receiving it actually starting with our roundtable on the 11th in the U.S., 12th in New Zealand. And we will be opening this up for everyone in the world who listens to Wisdom's Echo. And our objective this year is that we get everyone to do something. Would you consider doing something? It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. But would you consider giving a one-time monetary gift to Wisdom's Echo through the systems that we're establishing to be able to receive that to bless those who serve us? day in and day out through these daily free podcasts. Thank you so much for considering it, and I'm looking forward to our participation in this. Shalom. Hello, everyone. Mario Selenas here. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. Once again, I bring to you story time, and in this particular story time, I won't be telling you a story but I'll be describing a season and a time that has been so precious to us and so instrumental in establishing the kingdom among us and the tribe that we are in the direction that we're moving. And what I'm speaking of are the conferences that we had every year at Valley Shore, which was the church that Danielle and I led for more than 16 years and are now um, in some way um, retired from, though the word retired is not a word that we would choose. Um, I just did. But we are uh, no longer leading that church. But for the years that we were leading the church, we hosted annually uh, Ian Clayton for about 10 years. It was actually nine years. The 10th year ended up being the COVID year. And we were unable to have that meeting, even though it was scheduled to be in September of 2020. And so I want to describe something for us. It's, it's a scenario that would take place every year, uh, especially after the first couple of years with Ian. And it's not so much a story of a particular incident, but it's describing a setting that I believe we should be contending to have again. And what I'm speaking of in particular is the ability of the body of Christ to gather together, brothers and sisters, to come into a space and into a place and into an assignment and a responsibility to land something together during a week-long intensive. And some of these conferences were three three days. Some of them were a weekend. Sometimes it would be uh, one full day. But but in our case, we chose to start on Tuesdays, on Tuesday night, and go all the way through Saturday night. Um, and then Ian would always speak on in our church on Sunday. And there's something that would develop during that time 
that I'm going to try to paint that picture for us. I'm going to be a little nostalgic in sharing this and also hopefully inspirational for you so, because we cannot accept the status quo and the way things are that is going to be that it's going to be this way forever and that this is our normal because it is not our normal and so what has happened is governments have uh, whether they've they've walked the line in terms of their constitutional powers or they've crossed that line into uh, more authoritarian or controlling government they have basically made it very difficult for us to travel, very difficult for us to gather together. And the pandemic itself is one dynamic, but then the restrictions and regulations are another dynamic. The vaccinations, non-vaccinations, the opinions about all these different things have made it very difficult for people to gather. And I'm starting to hear a lot of people that we have walked with for many years say things like this is going to be the new normal and we just have to accept it and what i'm trying to do in a very nice way not in an, an intense way not in an angry way but i i would like to uh put my weight uh, or my influence if there's any in the lives of those who listen to this towards us not accepting this as our norm and not accepting the non-gathering the not gathering together is the way it's going to be because I do not believe that that is Yahweh's plan for his, for his people. And what I want to emphasize in saying this is that I am not at all, and anyone who knows me will tell you this, I am not at all given to conspiracy theories. I do not spend any time looking at things that are in any way even remotely suggesting that people gather and plan to topple the body of Christ or believers or the church or individuals from a certain nation or people groups, I don't believe that there is some kind of uh, nexus of evil that comes together and, and plots what we're going to do. I always believe that greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world, and I go by that because that's what the Word says, and I hold on to that. Now, uh, in saying that I don't believe people conspire to bring down things or to or to block things or to keep us from meeting and so on, some would consider me wise and some would consider me naive. And I understand that and I respect that. I respect both sides, those who would consider this wisdom and those who would say is naivety. But But I want to say this, and I believe that there is, I say this with great confidence, I believe there's truth in what I'm about to say right now. I am 100% sure that it is not God's plan that we don't meet together. In other words, I don't believe that it, we are walking in the perfect will of God when we are not gathering together, and whoever is responsible for that can answer to God for that, in terms of authorities and governments and regulators and so on, but I don't believe that that was His plan. I don't believe that the uh, the inability or the lack of us gathering together, inability to gather together, the lack of, of gatherings is, is pleasing to God. I believe that we have to contend to be able to come together again. And the reason for that is whenever we would come together for those gatherings where Ian would teach primarily, others, others of us would, would have a, you know, a session here or there. Usually Danielle and I would do a session, sometimes Joanne McFadder, who led worship that week. 
But there would be such a powerful unity that would be established usually during the first day, at most in the second day, where we were all tracking together, we were all moving in the same direction, we were all passionately pursuing, and there was not only unity by way of agreement, but there was also unity by way of trust. We trusted each other. I, I, I will never forget those images of people's money, sometimes uh, large bills in U.S. denominations or uh, mostly dollars, that people would leave on their seats during the breaks and go downstairs for dinner or lunch and would not even be concerned about their belongings ever being harmed by anyone or, 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 th or theft or anything of that nature. We would leave the equipment running. We would leave... Um, things out that had value. We would leave, every, you know, people would sometimes carry a little pouch with their trading dollars in it or their money or, or things that they brought to trade like silver and gold and gemstones. And let me tell you, at those meetings, there was some significant trading that was going on beyond dollars, beyond fiat currency. There was there was some serious protocol that would take place in those meetings. So people would come prepared with very valuable things to trade. And there was such trust that would be established that we would, we would know that no one in that setting would ever even contemplate or consider laying a finger on something that did not belong to them. Beyond the trust, there was also an extraordinary fellowship and bonding and camaraderie that would be established not only during the meetings because of what was being released and what we were all engaging, but especially in the after meeting gatherings, and I want to say um, I want to just give honor to our to our Canadian brethren, and they know who they are. But they would always rent a really big house, usually on uh, by a body of water, whether it was, was the river uh, or the Long Island Sound, which both of which were in Old Saybrook. And they would always rent a really big house for what we affectionately called the Canadian contingent. And all the Canadians that came with our dear friends would stay with them in this big house. And then in the evenings on one of the decks of these houses would be uh, some kind of an after party or a gathering that would take place, um, you know, a few hours after the last session would end. And many of us would gather and hang out and the leadership of the church would, of course, be there and the worship team. And some other friends that we developed over the years would come and we would all, you know, break bread together in fellowship. Um, there was there was such extraordinary unity and, and friendship that would be developing and, and bonds that would be strengthening. And it was precious times like l late into the night we would we would talk about and dream about things at a level that we wouldn't on an on an average week or day with any anyone else even our own families and so I, what i what i'm trying to describe is a setting in which everything worked everything clicked and everything expanded and people's vision was edified and encouraged and uh, people's character 
would come forth and shine and people would operate in the spirit and be in that in the in their spirit man and woman in a way that we were walking as sons on the earth in a very close to the axe model way where we would be willing to put everything in a common pool and share resources because we felt such a camaraderie and such a closeness to each other in a very kingdom way it was pure it was authentic it was genuine it was growing and expanding and i miss it i miss it greatly and i believe that uh by 2021 uh sorry 2022 hopefully by september of 22 we'd be able to gather again we have even though danielle and i aren't leading the house David and Jessica Connell, who are leading the house, uh, have have uh, offered to let us use the building for to have the conference again. And whether we have that conference or other conferences like it, uh, I believe it's so important, almost imperative, that we come back together and we meet together. I'm very grateful for what we've been able to do through Zoom, the roundtables with Origin Gate, the conferences with with Origin Gate. The Nest Conference every year, now we're going to call it the Tribe, and many other things that we've been able to do together. And of course, those of you that are in the nations where you can't travel, whether it be because of financial reasons or because of the the current conditions in the pandemic, at least you can hear these podcasts. And we're so grateful for what we've been able to generate, even at a time of a pandemic our platform has spread and even I've done a teaching recently at the last Origin Gate conference about fame and talked about fame being part of the arsenal of heaven that is entrusted to us by which we can advance the kingdom and our fame has increased and our platform has grown and our resources have expanded and there's been great blessing but it's not the same as us coming together in a space in a place with an assignment to land something together and I long for those days to come again. I'm, I'm contending uh, for those things to happen again. For us to be able to fulfill our scrolls in what we're supposed to do together. Not just individually. And it's not the same to do everything electronically. It's not the same to use webcams. Even though I appreciate the capacity we've had to do so. I long for those days that we're going to come together in intensives where we're going to sit in seats and we're going to get up and trade when things are spoken that we value. One of the most amazing and nostalgic moments for me is when Ian would start teaching, there would be people continually, almost, almost every moment of a teaching would be moving, coming to the front and trading. And we specifically had the boxes up front because we love the movement of the people trading into what's going to be released and and there would be you know money covering the entire front and there would be such honor that would be exchanged and the trades that would go on like all of this is so important it forged what we're walking in right now we believe we are reaping what we sowed back then into and we believe there's so much more sowing to do for what we are all going to step into in the days ahead and a lot of it is going to be done online we understand that but we also want to come together in person. So I am making an appeal through this podcast story time that we don't forget where we came from in terms of our ability to gather together and let us not accept this is our new norm, this is our is our reality moving forward. Let us not give up on believing 
that we are going to be able to come together again and have these meetings in all different parts of the world. There are so many of us that are talking about this place and that place and this nation and that nation. I have personally not traveled internationally almost uh, for two years. And I miss it. I miss getting on a plane and flying to another nation and sensing what, what is in that nation and what's the prevailing spirit when I land and what happens while I'm there. I miss that. And I know that many of you do. And so I believe that we are going to uh, accomplish so much more together if we can come together. So let's believe for that. In the meantime, I bless you in your nations, in your cities, in your tribes, in your families, in your occupations, in your pursuits, in your endeavors, in all that you put your hand to. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. I bless you in the name of Yeshua. And until we speak again... Remain in his love. Shalom.